There's no question in the Upper Cumberland, it seems like as soon as school begins, kids start passing illnesses to one another. And they don't stop there. They pass them to mom and dad, too. And many children are vaccinated against illnesses to prevent them from spreading. August is National Immunization Awareness Month, where the spotlight is on the importance of immunizations. Better informed, better prepared. Living a better life in the Upper Cumberland. Your health and you with the Putnam County Health Department. Today on Your Health and You, presented by the Putnam County Health Department, I'm joined with Katie Woodard, public health educator with the Putnam County Health Department, along with Sarah Smith and Melissa Markham, registered nurses with the Putnam County Health Department. August is National Immunization Awareness Month. Thank you, Katie and Sarah and Melissa, for joining me today. Now, vaccinations, they're recommended by many physicians beginning when a child is an infant. And vaccinations, they continue to occur at different intervals for several years. Uh, and Of course, uh For a lifetime, other vaccinations are recommended, like for the flu or for, you know, there are different vaccinations available for shingles and things. But as far as the vaccinations go, like childhood vaccinations go, uh, before beginning school vaccinations are recommended. And then some are required when children enter kindergarten. Sarah, what vaccines are required? Yeah, as, uh, as children enter kindergarten, there is the DTaP and polio, and that's a combined vaccine. It's called a Kendrix. So, and then there's an MMR, varicella, and Hep A. A lot of times, the Hep A is given at one year, so it just depends if they've already had that one or not for kindergarten. Okay, so uh, just recap those again. So the DTaP, polio, MMR, varicella, and Hep A. And the MMR is the measles, mumps, rubella. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and those are the ones that are re- required for mm-hmm. kindergarten. Now, Melissa, you can't just walk in um, at an urgent care clinic necessarily or most walk-in clinics and get vaccinations. So what are the facilities and who can actually administer vaccines? Yeah, that's correct. Um, most of the time... Um, you can get them at your PCP's office, especially the pediatrician offices in town. They all offer um, vaccines for children. Um, and of course, at the health department, we have all vaccines as well. And it doesn't matter with us. Insurance, no insurance will, will offer vaccines to anybody. So. And uh, that is that is certainly good to know, especially, uh, you know, school has just begun in the Upper Cumberland. Some some schools have been in for a few weeks, some just a week or so. But around the Upper Cumberland, as school begins, there are certain forms that you have to provide, like immunization records. You have to provide those at schools. And and there's another form. um, And and this is certainly, I'm sure, related. It's the tennis form. What is the tennis form? Yeah, the tennis form is just a certificate that your child needs. That's what the school requires. Um, and that's it. The tennis stands for Tennessee Immunization Information System. So that's what we hand out, you know, after we give vaccines. So, so since kids have to have these forms, um, and they have to show their records for having had these immunizations, where can you get those forms? Oh, we can print those. And also most PCPs have access to that. 
as well. They okay. Print those. Okay. And something that mm-hmm. I discovered because I was a procrastinating mother, and so I don't recommend people to do what <laughs> I did. No. <laughs> as in, uh, the first day of school, find out that your child is not ready for seventh grade because they haven't had all of the vaccinations that they need. And then uh, what I discovered is I wasn't the only person that apparently forgot. And so mm, no. it <laughs> you are not alone. Yeah. You know, when I when I called my son's pediatrician office, my first realization was, oh, you mean I can't just get these vaccines at a walk-in clinic? <laughs> and that seems that that seems uh, it's, now looking at it, it seems silly to me. But, I, you know, I thought, well, I can get a flu shot there. I can get, you know, I, I can go there when I'm sick, but you can't walk into a lot of places and get these vaccinations so then what i discovered and tell me if this is a correct kind of blanket uh thing that happens around the start of the school year kids are getting sick so there's increased numbers of kids going to the pediatrician because they're passing germs around there's also sports physicals who knew i mean i never played sports so you know i didn't think about that that all of these kids that are hitting the football fields and and things like that they're having to have these sports physicals and then you've got other people like me that totally blanked out that there was a vaccination that was needed mm-hmm. and it's difficult then to get in mm-hmm. so what can you what can you recommend as far as trying to avoid that yeah, so one of the things that we talk about a lot in clinic um, with our parents that are kind of long-term patients for us um, is as they're coming in with their infants is that we talk about that what's called a kindergarten vaccine series can can be done actually age four. And most of I know all the pre-K programs are requiring those now because we can give them at age four. So if your child is going to pre-K, you're going to have to get the, quote, kindergarten shots anyway at age four. And now a lot of the daycares we're finding where if your child is not going into the pre-K program but they're staying in daycare, they're also going ahead and requiring those age four shots. So that's one of the ways. As soon as your child turns four, bring them on in. Let us discuss what you need. Let us look at your shot record, and then we can determine – if all they need are those kindergarten shots or if they're a little bit behind somewhere else. And that still gives you plenty of time to get what they need to get caught up and then let us give you, tell you when that you need to come back for that, quote, kindergarten series. Same thing happens for seventh grade. Um, so seventh grade vaccines are required. We actually can give those at age 11. So, te- you know, technically or, or most of the time, children aren't always in seventh grade at age 11. So if you want to bring them in at age 11 and get those knocked out, then when seventh grade comes, all you need to do is give the school that form. Yeah, I mean, in hindsight, it's something that I could have and should have done over the summer instead of waiting until school starts back. And Mm -hmm. then it was difficult you know, they you have about two weeks, I think it is, mm-hmm. to get that taken care of. Mm-hmm. They, you know, you start school and it's, hey, you didn't do this. Yes, you got two weeks, which sounds like plenty of time, but not at the start no. of the school year. No, yeah. <laughs> and and often I've noticed. I mean, I have a daughter that's in the school system now as well, and and our school starts while they're still in sixth grade, discussing, hey, seventh grade's coming. You need to go ahead and get. So you really even 
could be thinking about it even before the summer starts or right as school right. it gets out and go ahead and bring them in and let us again go go through a- what avoid they need. the panic and the Absolutely. rush that that is what i would yes. recommend it's your health and you presented by the putnam county health department discussing immunizations I joined in the studio with katie woodard public health educator with the putnam county health department along with sarah smith and melissa markham who are registered nurses with the putnam county health department i'm marcia lee now we all know that there can be a lot of serious side effects from contracting illnesses and is that one reason why people should get vaccinated oh yes that's absolutely the number one reason in my opinion of why you know it it, getting a i tell i tell the kids all the time when they come in it's much better i know you don't believe it maybe but it's much better to get that little prick in your arm maybe feel a little soreness than it is to have you know, a childhood disease that could debilitate you or be very, very serious for you um, by contracting the illness. Absolutely. And uh, it well, I mean, it's the same reason that it, it's a whole lot better, as they say, around, flu, you know, it's almost flu season, you know, and it, it's a lot better to get the flu shot than to get the mm-hmm. flu. Yes. Ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> flu is rough. Yes, yeah. it is. It yes. is, it, uh, you know, deadly. And yes. that's not the these other illnesses can be deadly too and that's why that's why vaccinating is important your health and you presented by the putnam county health department sarah smith and melissa markham i'm marcia lee and we're discussing immunization awareness month and we've covered a lot about vaccinations for kids and what's required for school and uh, what is suggested um, at different ages uh, to you know to to start thinking about it uh, to try to keep on track and 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 be ahead of the curve so that you don't get behind when it comes to those immunizations. But immunizations are not just for kids. There are immunizations for adults. And specifically, um, when we talk about adults, are vaccines important during pregnancy? Yes, they, sorry, sir, they certainly are. Um, there are some vaccines that um, we don't recommend in pregnancy just because of some of the risks and things like that. But the ones that we do highly recommend um, is the tetanus with pertussis. Um, and that is recommended in the third trimester of your pregnancy, which is um, around your seventh month through. So about week 28 to week 40 of your pregnancy. That's when we um, highly suggest that. And the OB doctors in town, are 100% on board with that. Uh, most of them that I'm aware of offer it in their office or they'll send them over to us. Um, you and said tetanus with, with pertussis. Per- with pertussis. Pertussis. Which is the whooping cough. Okay. And that is why we are doing that because um, it helps actually protect the infant um, from getting the whooping cough um, prior to their first set of immunizations at two, age, age two months. So it's actually protecting the baby to give it to mom. And then we also, since we're on that subject, we also recommend that all family members or caregivers of that infant also be vaccinated to help prevent the spread of the whooping cough. Well, that is something I never knew <laughs> well, we're glad to be here so, so it's a it's this is i get i feel like i get educated every time we come in here i learn a little bit more about uh, uh you know the do's and don'ts of different things and the recommendations it's your health and you discussing national immunization awareness month and uh, thank you so much uh, katie woodard the public health educator with the putnam county health department for helping uh, helping me uh, get educated and and helping provide me me with the information that 
that I learn every time we come in here. And thank you so much, registered nurses Sarah Smith and Melissa Markham, for helping us learn about vaccinations. But all of you guys at the Putnam County Health Department, you, you've just really been very educational. And and I've enjoyed uh, I've enjoyed learning more today about vaccinations. Now, if someone would like more information over the topics for today, Sarah, who could they contact? Oh, they can contact us at the Putnam County Health Department. Our number is five, two, eight, two, five, three, one. Wonderful. Thank you for joining me today. Katie Woodard, uh, Sarah Smith, and Melissa Markham. I'm Marsha Lee, helping you be better informed, better prepared, and live a better, healthier life in the Upper Cumberland. Your health and you, presented by the Putnam County Health Department.